Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Welcome aboard, fairy tale friends, to our delightful cruise, uh, our movie cruise. I, I help me out here. Say hello, Tara. Let them know you're here. Hi, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we watched uh, 2021's Jungle Cruise, and we're here to tell you about it. But first, Tara. Yeah. You smell that? No. You can't smell it. Mm. Can you smell <gasps> what, what the, the rock? is cooking he's here we're this is our first rock movie right i love him (laughs) i know there's a part i loved him since the people's eyebrow there's a part in this movie where the rock plays guitar and tara went is the rock playing guitar (laughs) (laughs) i loved it i loved every second of it now are you like physically attracted to him I don't. There's just something he's I, so I know, charismatic. You're, you're not big on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at your husband. Stop. You're not big no. on, on looks, but like. No, I do think he's handsome. Yes. I also think getting a hug with, from him would be like just so delightful because he's so big. Do he would just you like wrap you up. You? I, I mean, feel yeah. like it would feel like when you're like snuggled tight under a blanket. I feel like it would be nice and warm and I, cozy. I feel like he's inhuman at this point. It's it's funny because I also follow him on Instagram, so I see him with his daughters, and like he just seems yes. like. He's funny. He's got a good heart. He's like insanely strong. And I just love that he's kind of, he reinvented himself, you know, like with this movie career and has like just become like this all around. What do you mean reinvented himself? You, are you well, implying he was a he, wrestler first. Well, yeah, but that's that he was the most electrifying persona in, in sports entertainment. Yes, what I'm saying. I don't think that's a far walk from from the most electrifying Entertainer and sports entertainment all the way to. Well, what I'm saying is you don't see a lot of wrestlers that like successfully cross over. Not as many. Right. Usually. Well, I will say some of the best wrestlers have like maybe a few good roles but they don't have a necessary yeah like he's been a leading man he like in this he's very funny like he's been in jumanji he's been in the fast movies like Mm -hmm. his like it's not just one genre of like film or movie that he's been in like so to me that's pretty impressive and i think that makes me like him all that much more right um i like him a lot I think now he is this inhuman shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just like when you, because, you know, I watch old wrestling videos of him and he's kind of like not super chiseled in some, in when, in, in like when he was first wrestling and everything, when he was Rocky, how oh, do you say his last name? Before he was The Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, that story came in as like the blue chip and he was just yeah. like a regular guy and then he started getting cocky and they turned him into The Rock. But he, uh, in this movie, one of the things I really liked is if you watch like a lot of the Arnold Schwarzenegger like comedies and stuff, mm-hmm. there's a lot where they're like, it's me. I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm a regular human man. <laughs> I uh, like like when he does like jingle all the way. There's no part in jingle all the way. They're like, hey, you're 
a giant. You're huge. You're huge. Yeah, yeah. He's not like, I have to find my son this toy. And they're like, okay, we'll beat up everybody in the store and take yeah, this toy. Uh-huh. In this one, they really make a lot of jokes about how big he is. Yeah, I feel like they make jokes about his size in Kindergarten Cop, but probably because he's with kindergartners. Maybe. We'd have to go back through yeah. his career. But I think a lot of times he's like, it's me. I'm commando. My daughter does not have an accent. Dana, jump down. You know, yeah, like, it's yeah. like all, there's no... Everyone's not like, hey, your dad's got a weird accent. Um, mm-hmm. And he's also a, a muscly man. Um, in this, they're definitely like, they refer to him as muscles. They talk about how big he is. There's a whole trap situation where he's too big to get through and he has to use Emily Blunt. Yeah. Um, Emily Blunt, last time seen on this podcast as Mary Poppins. And I think in Mary Poppins Returns, did you like her better in this as Lily yes. Houghton? Yes. Okay. But I, that's also because my bag, I come with baggage with Mary Poppins. And yeah, it obviously. doesn't really have, I mean, go listen to our episode if you haven't. But it it doesn't necessarily mean her performance was bad in Mary Poppins Returns. I just had a lot of feelings because I love the first one so much. But I thought she was delightful in this. I actually really loved all the main, the main three, which was The Rock, her brother McGregor, and her, yes, Lily. Um, I thought all three of them were very funny, but I think they all had their moments to shine. Mm-hmm. Even the brother, like at the end, he like beats up someone, and even though he seems like he's not an outdoors, he beats up the bad guy. But we I'm just say saying, he yeah. he's not an outdoorsy type person. He's very much like their family comes from old money. Their father was an explorer. Clearly, Lily got the adventurous like research that side of it and Mm -hmm. he's more into like the society side of like being in good with everyone and all of that and so you see that pretty early on we'll get into more with mcgregor um so what we're gonna do is there's some spoilers in this so we're gonna do you know we're gonna come at this from what we liked go through the plot a little bit but mostly just talked about the things we liked because i think at the end of the day we both like this and recommend people check it out yeah it was just long it's too long it's too all long i feel like the last 3 years are i feel too like that's long. all that we continue to say that on a lot of these remakes is it just needs to be a little shorter like they there's some things they could have cut out or scenes that they could have shortened and i think they still would have gotten the story across but overall yes we did like it now, uh before we go into the movie i did want to talk because we also got a board game this christmas well actually can we before we do that um jump into a little bit about the ride sure so this is one of the first uh, Disneyland rides. In fact, it was there at its grand opening in 1955. I wonder what else Small World was there when it opened. Was oh, Pirates I don't there even, when it I don't opened? Know. I think Pirates wasn't because it was one of the last things. Walt oh Disney well, good point. On. Good point. Good point. Well, Haunted Mansion came after he passed. Yeah, we'd have to like look up a, a series of dates, but that is very cool that it was an opening day and ride. Do you remember? Anything from this ride like your So we your watched a ride through, which helped. Uh <laughs> just because I was on it when I was a kid. I don't know this was not like pirates for my family. I don't think we rode it every time we were at Disney World. I don't think it's one that like we went on every single time. We maybe went on it like every other or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Disney World. I was fortunate enough to go um somewhat often. Because you had family. Because I had family who lived in Florida. And then I went in high school and I went in college Mm -hmm. uh, for band trips. When's the last time you went? Do you know about what year? Uh, I think mine was 2005. Mine was probably somewhere in there because that was also when I was in college. Uh, So it was, yeah, 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. 
Whoa. Um, uh, but yeah, so I don't have like core memories associated with this ride. I remember the corny jokes. I feel like I confuse this with the Tiki Room because the Tiki Room. Mm, the Tiki. tiki yeah, tiki, tiki, I know tiki, they're tiki, not. I, I clearly well, I think they're both know. In Adventureland. Yeah, and I know the Tiki Room isn't like, uh, you're not on a riverboat. But they're that same theme. They're probably next to each other. Like the one we saw, they they point out the Indiana Jones ride. They're all right there. There's these jungle adventure rides. Yeah, so I feel like I have yeah. images of the Tiki Room when I think of Jungle Cruise. And the Tiki Room may have been one of the early Disney rides rides experiences as well. Yeah, but do you have any uh, core memories about I this I want ride? you to imagine, this won't be as interesting to our listeners, but I want you to think... How my father and I reacted. Oh, I'm sure you ride. loved all the jokes. Oh, just elbowing each other and fake laughter that turned into real laughter mm-hmm. and just like really getting, you know. I will say in the movie too, they use a lot of the jokes that are from the ride and I like genuinely laughed at a couple of them. So they're all. And more, it's more about delivery, I think. The delivery of how you do the jokes, I think, make a difference because yes. when we watch the ride through, that skipper was nothing to write home about. She was fine, but she wasn't <laughs> yes. like, in my opinion, she was like, okay, I got to say a joke now. Okay, I got to say a she joke just reading now. The script. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It felt like the same thing like when you go in the zoo, it's like, and on your left is a meerkat. Look, a meerkat is there going packs and like just giving out yes. information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. So I think that, I th- I think your experience is, is made better if the if the person is a hundred percent invested it's, in those jokes, it's reportedly the the um, cast member job where you have the most leeway. Like you can't just make up your own jokes and like you got to run them by someone to make sure they're you know Disney friendly and stuff like that. But that's the one where like funny people are you can improv, to shine a little bit. yeah. Um, and people like supposedly have their favorite skippers. They like the people who are. Oh, big. I would. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that for sure. It was for me like this was in the big like three like the ones we have to hit. We have to hit Jungle uh, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Jungle mm, Cruise. Jungle yeah, Cruise and I get that. Yeah. And I will say like of all three of them, like the actual ride experience is like if it was just like look lions, look a hippo, I'd be like this is dumb. Yeah, it's the jokes that make it kind of fun. It's. I think it also depends on who the the uh, passengers are, right? Like if you've got yeah. passengers who are like there for the jokes, you know what I mean? Like I think the that's <laughs> gonna make it better. Like if everyone's laughing or like kind of being goofballish, you know what I mean? Like is, you have to be is, into it. This is potentially prejudicial, but in my mind, when you said you have to be into it, I imagined a boat full of german tourists who like have no like just have no humor about mm-hmm. everything you're like oh tough crowd tough crowd yeah <laughs> but um yes this movie like the the jokes aren't like integral to the plot but it's definitely integral to the character of frank wolf yes who is who's the rock who's the rock uh who we will no longer call we might call him frank but we're mostly gonna call him the rock for yeah the rest of this thing well because- and that's that's why i wanted to loop in the game a little bit if we're done talking oh, yeah, about yeah, the ride uh for christmas this year we got a game by ravensburger we typically really I like it's just ravensburg is it ravensburg is it, ravensburg? it is no, you're, yeah. right, you're right i can see it's ravensburger ravensburger right. uh we're looking at our game shelf and we have a jaws one we have an aliens one or alien one we have a couple others too i can't remember what else is ravensburger typically but- Oh, um, horrified! One of the horrifieds. They is. do really good IP games, especially like 
movie stuff. Yeah, and so they did one for Jungle Cruise, and so we got it this year, and I wanted to make sure we played it before we watched it. And I really liked it. It's a competitive game. We played it with two people. I think you can play maybe up to four four, four yes. people. Uh, and the idea is you're kind of racing to the end. Uh, you each and you're have losing, a, like you're losing passengers, passengers fall and, off your boat and cargo, and, and get yeah, and you can pick up cargo instead of passengers. Yeah, I but I the, thought it was the, fun, but the, each card has one of the jokes on it, and yes. it says you have to read all the jokes. I will say yes, I will say it's a pretty simple game. I think it's yeah. a pretty good family board game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not super complicated, but if you like the ride, I think too if you like the movie because the movie pulls a lot from the ride. Mm-hmm. I think you would like the board game. It's yeah. not not anything complicated, but it's one that I think we would play again and I'd love like we already want to play it Absolutely. with friends and things like that so I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that as well well let's talk about some of the lessons I think we took from this movie Tara did you know that women are just as good as men <laughs> at things they really wanted you to know, you know that. that I did like you that you might not know that because you're oh I'm sorry I just learned from the movie <laughs> that you understand things just as well as men I'm sorry I already forgot so it's a hard lesson to learn here's the thing. I'm glad they drilled it in I liked in the beginning <laughs> that her brother is speaking to a room full of men at this like I don't know if they were archaeologists or what exactly they were but it was I a think, society of scientific men well do scientific you know about community see the like kind of story lore of Disney that's like the society of adventure of explorers yes, and adventurers yeah I don't know if it was supposed to be that because there's supposed to be like a sea show coming to Disney Plus. Oh, interesting. Which is done by Ronald D. Moore, the guy who did the new Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Which is like, like if they'd be like, we're doing a sea show, I'm like, okay. But then the him, I'm like, well, this is fascinating. Yeah, well, and we see Trader Sam as a character later in the movie, yeah. which I was really excited about. Trader Sam's part of the sea universe. Yeah, that's. I think versions. that's why yeah. I was mentioning. Yeah, that's so I know that they're all connected. Mm-hmm. But I do like that you know, no one's taking her seriously, so her brother goes in to present because he's a man. So, like, I got that. That I didn't mind that they, like, made that example, but they just, like, kept hitting you over the head with it. But I will say her wearing pants turned into a funny bit because then that's her nickname. Uh, the Rock right. for her is pants, and he's Skippy instead of Skipper. So I, I liked that playfulness of it. Yes. But, yeah, there were a lot – there was, like, one too many moments where it was like, okay, at the very end – when they all uh, say that there's a lady leading the tribe, they're referring to Trader Sam, and then all the the men boo (laughs) uh, when he goes back to report their findings from their adventures. Yeah. I will say this, and something I just kind of realized, because this movie takes a lot from Indiana Jones, from The Mummy. Yes, yeah. It's very similar. From uh, Pirates, too, yeah. Very similar storylines as far as, like, a brother and a sister or family members on in it, you know, going on it's, a quest. It's not what I would call a super original movie, but it steals from good stuff. Yes. But the problem in The Mummy, like, I feel like they're mostly just saying things like, you can't do this. And they don't. And then when someone actually says, because you're a woman, like, there's a pause and she literally goes, Mr. O'Connell, blah, 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 blah. And she, like, yeah. says something that's like, but it's not the whole time, like, Oh, a woman. Like every two seconds, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, we get it. You don't like women. But I will also say, there's a lot that happens in a lot of movies where it's like the woman can't do anything and the the adventure. And it's also a period. Right. Yeah. But, But there's always the part where like the natives dress the woman up in like some beautiful gown mm. and then the the, the adventure is like well hey and they never do that in this she's in her pants the whole time yeah and even when she does 
take off her clothes to go swimming, it's not, and he like sneaks a peek and she's just wearing underwear. There's even a joke made at her old fashioned. It's like pantaloons. It's pantaloons. It's not sexy. Yeah. And I didn't really think about how cool that was till just now. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if you noticed that or thought about that. Like they, she really wasn't a sexualized character no she was very adventurous i liked her a lot i will say i was really into her fashion a lot mm-hmm. but it wasn't like male gazy in my yeah opinion. like i'm thinking indiana jones when you're talking about dressing the i feel like she gets dressed up she, at yeah, one point oh yeah that's what i'm saying it's a yeah. trope of the woman on an adventure yeah who the male doesn't notice until until yeah, yeah. I, I feel like in this i felt like they naturally came together too you know like and he has I don't know that I 100% agree with that, but go on. I'll get to my opinion in a second. Well, I feel like they come to a point where like they start to understand each other, and I can understand why they start to care for one another. But he has Jack Sparrow energy uh, where he says something. I wrote it in quotes uh, uh, when he says, remember, it's only a scam if you fall for it. Yeah. So he has like a couple moments, not in the same way as Jack Sparrow at all, but he does have a couple moments where he's like, yes, I'm dishonest. Like, uh, yes. Yeah. Like you he's s- a scoundrel. He's yeah. Han Solo. He's Rick O'Connell. He's yeah. Indiana Jones. And I think he's that's not, why I like, like like his character in this. Yeah. I, I, I really like Frank Wolf. I thought yeah. he was a very fun character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's played by The Rock, so he's a, a pretty much a slight derivation from The Rock, but I did like him being kind of sly and you know cunning the whole thing is he takes people on this jungle cruise and the jungle cruise is the jungle cruise from the ride he's got animatronics that like he cuts a rope and then like a fake hippo comes out yeah this one girl's like but hippos aren't native to it he's like he's like shush shush shush. (laughs) don't tell anybody uh and he's got you know the backside of water that's another joke that's a big one and so he that's in there and yeah so he's got a lot of jokes and you know even the people on the cruise are like okay and he jokes about it being the cheapest cruise out of that area and things like that you've all been an outstanding uh group now i'd like for you to be outstanding on the dock as in gaff on my boat yes yeah 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 <laughs> um he but um i have to say i don't think they came together supernaturally because i don't think the rock is a good romantic lead i don't i, I i've seen this is the second movie where i've seen i've gone oh he's gonna kiss her now and that's weird and it was first one being hobbs and shaw yeah spoiler alert he kisses her at the end i don't think it's that big but they have much better like big brother big sister energy or starting to get together by the end like to me there's obviously going to be jungle cruise uh, jungle twos Mm. and i think it should have been more of they get to a point but they're still like oh you know kind of pushing against it and then jungle cruise two is more of Mm. they get together yeah i see that uh i see that a little bit but i i didn't mind it so much i just also Tara's also into the rock, so I think she <laughs> did a mental face swap of her. <laughs> with, no, with, no, I did not. With Emily Blunt, I did not. You look good in that uh, little jungle getup. Oh yeah, that. her little her little outfit her with pants. the hat. But yeah, I for me it, that's where it gave me kind of the vibes of pirates a little bit. There's also a group of bad guys that felt similar. To pirates, I don't know if we want to talk about that pre yeah. or post. Yeah, well, let, no, no, we could do it before. So first off, there is a MacGuffin. There's a tree that has leaves that can cure anything, and she wants to go get it because she wants to, you know, help the 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 world of medicine. So it's a legend. She's going down the river to find it, etc. There are bad guys. Are found. There's a 
German prince who's following them, who's apparently a real person. And I'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, I wrote a note about that to talk about I've, that. I've got something. I found an article that was like all the, uh, you know, um, it was like a lot of the Easter eggs and stuff, which I will say most of them we caught. And I, I had heard so, that, yeah. that he was that he was doing it. But there's also a group of conquistadors looking for it who have been cursed to they can never leave the side of the river. And so they have been stuck away from the river. You don't really find out. Well, you find out why, but you don't know at first. And it's like they're released by this German prince. And, and they're and all some, aspects of the jungle. Yeah, and it's a myth. So like people have heard of it, but just like the tree, not a lot of people believe in it. People in the jungle believe the myth, but outside of that, people don't really believe in it. And they're, each one of them are made up, like Ryan said, of things of the jungle. You've got one that's frogs and mud. He was like the He kept kind of being forgotten. I would have cut him. Yeah. There's one scene at the beginning where he like turns into mud and drops on someone and that one falls and that person falls in the river. And yeah, and I was like, that okay. was like, like his, he looked cool. They yeah, all looked really cool. All their cool. designs were cool. One that was made out of like bees and honey. That guy, Honey Boy, was my favorite. Yeah. Snakes. Because he kept licking his fingers and I was like, listen, if I had to be like curse to be something at yeah. least i get a little snack out of it. yeah so the leader of the conquistador is all snakes and then there's a tree dude yeah there yeah i have that here too yeah uh, there's so, so it, he it, was a real person too apparently oh lope de aguirre was a real spanish conquistador who was active in south america in the 1500s while the movie adjusts aguirre's backstories the real man is best known for his expedition down the amazon hmm. river searching for the mythical kingdom of el dorado okay his expedition ended in his death in venezuela in 1561 mm. and the other one is jesse plemons uh sometimes known by people as fat damon <laughs> Oh. Which I don't like, but I don't like that also nickname. He, but if you told I, me he was Matt Damon's cousin, I'd be like, yeah, got yeah. It. But he's from Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in Breaking he's Bad. He's in Game Night. Do you remember him in Game Night? Yeah. He was the weird neighbor mm-hmm. who wanted to be part of. I Game thought Night. he played like a very quirky but he fun bad guy. One of the things they do really well in this movie is they get great actors to come in. And they don't try to create this like nice, clean character. Yeah, uh, Giamatti. Paul Giamatti comes in as like <laughs> this wild Italian, this Italian character. Uh, cruise riverboat oh, owner. His, his uh, parrot is apparently a ref. His 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 cockatiel, who only says Frank, Frank owes me, me money, money. <laughs> which really made me laugh, is apparently a reference to the Tiki Room. Oh, it's, that's fun. It's the like bird they talk about who's never there. Mm. Or, uh, Esmeralda, no Rosita, called Rosita the name of the missing bird from the enchanted tiki room in Disneyland. That's fun. Um, there's also there's a whole thing where they keep swapping out the MacGuffin, which is an arrowhead they need, with what looks like a toucan. Yes, which tiki. reminded me, yeah, the tiki room and so he's playing Prince. Ho, Ho- I don't know. How, there's a whole thing about not knowing how his, to say his name his right, name, but his full name was Prince. It looks like Joaquin, but it's like Joachim. Franz Humbert of Prussia was a German royal. Again, this movie greatly fictionized his prince's actual short story. In real life, he was expected to rule an independent Ireland as a German prince should Germany have won the First World War. Oh, wow. Jesse Plemons comes in and is another like weird, like they just kind of let him do weird stuff, which he- is what I thought was interesting about Jack Sparrow. Barbosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fair enough. Yeah. I, it is crazy to me to think of a submarine in the Amazon, though. 
In the river. So in the river. And you yeah. know what it looked like to me? It really made me thought of the twenty thousand leagues under the yes, sea ride. Yeah, I used to love that ride as a kid. Because that it, it is a submarine in a very small space. Mm-hmm, that's and true. It, you only see the top of it and it comes out. So he's going to get he's trying to get it too, and he just keeps showing up in a submarine, which is some pretty fun action scenes. Yeah. I don't I, know. I feel like his character was good and maybe that's what made it long, but like I feel like I understand why you kind of needed him to then get the myth of the conquistadors, but I kind of wish it was one or the other. Right. Right. Now, and and I, th- I thought that the conquistadors, because of their design and the myth of like how they're haunted and they have to be by the river, to me, the German prince fell out of place in this movie. Oh, he didn't feel out of place to me. But the problem was, is you have someone who's super interesting on one hand and normal compared yeah. to the much cooler designed whatever mythical and they're trying to have both but then at the end it's like well now we have to defeat both and now we have to wrap up these stories. yeah the yeah, last yeah, yeah 45 minutes we went you really feel the last 45 you minutes. do yeah everything before that i was like if it, it, it I, they just needed to cut a few it's things. a fun adventure movie yeah. but i would agree with that one of my favorite parts was i like i laughed like pretty loudly at it ryan went back because he missed it uh, it's early on. <laughs> it's early on, and Ryan goes, "Man, all these adventure movies have to have a zipline moment." And so she's afraid of water. We find out she can't swim, which is crazy because she's going on this huge expedition I feel like on that the river. Been totally cut. <laughs> yeah, but uh, she decides to take the long way to get back to the boat. She's being chased by the the germ the German princes. Yeah, crew. so she does this whole zipline moment, but then all of a sudden a blanket get, like, Yeah, it's it's a it's a laundry line. So yes. laundry is going up the other way across the river. Yeah. And it's like dun dun And she's dun, looking dun, at the whack. boat. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just hits her and then it cuts to like The Rock and Jack Whitehall who's playing her brother McGregor who we'll get into McGregor in a second. Yeah. Time, are like just looking at her and then it's like the music cuts out. And she's like, ah! And yeah. You just see her with the thing. It's, it's really real, great. There's some really great comedy. And I in thought this. the chemistry I, between the two of them, maybe not romantically, but just in general, they played off each other really well. Her and The Rock. I thought, like, yeah, their they, timing, their comedic timing, and, well, and different they, things like that were apparently a re- real cut up stirring the- oh i watched a lot of because yeah. he posted a lot of their like interviews or their behind the scenes stuff when they were doing press for the movie mm-hmm. it's definitely something to look up if you're kind of interested in that they're very funny together let's talk real quick about mcgregor sure um, i want to discuss some of the controversy around the character because the character is is, is very i don't have don't know a better word for this i don't know if this word is 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 not appropriate anymore i don't think it is but he's very foppish and he's played very. Can like, you describe what you mean by that? So he's very like high society and like ooh, it's it's so dirty out here and it's it's hot. I'm very hot. Like kind of like what's his name from Our Flag Means Death. Yes, that's how you compare him. He's very much like Stead Bonnet. Thank in you. My I flag couldn't think death. of his very, name. Uh, just high society, it's like prim like, and proper. He he has all. There's this whole scene where he's like, "Here are all my clothes," and then the rock is just his throwing dinner. Him his dinner always, gown. He has a dinner jacket. A like, dinner on jacket. The boat. Sorry, I said gown, but yeah, yeah, he's got like three different outfits on the boat that he rotates. And I'm like, I really like this character. Now the problem is, there's a scene where they reveal that the character is homosexual. Now, you guys who have listened to this before know that that's not my problem with this character that he is homosexual. Let's come on. But my problem is, and the problem I think a lot of people had was, we've it felt like oh we, Disney going we've see a, a homosexual character played by a heterosexual male, and given 
qualities that are very stereotypical to an old way of thinking I about see gay that. characters. Also, he didn't come out and say it. It was kind of like he said it without saying it. I, I, which I, I guess is okay. I actually kind of like the way that it, because The Rock also goes, okay, like The Rock's like cool with it. Yeah. Which, which is kind of amusing because he was like, <laughs> a woman wearing pants like yeah but no one yeah. uh, throughout the whole movie nobody can get over the fact that she yes. chose to wear pants but i think that's a big problem because also that scene could have been so it's like you've, you're you serving too many masters in the wrong thing like maybe that character should have been gay but then you don't have like it's it's pretty stereotypical to present them that way in a you know i think it I don't know. I'm also not, I will say that I'm, you know, we're not necessarily. So are you saying you would have rather been one way or the other? I would have rather, uh, here's the thing. I, I, I want more representation in our movies, but just going, like that felt like they went, oh, we need a gay character in this movie. And then some executive with a big cigar went, that guy seems gay, make him gay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get that. And like, that doesn't seem right to me. So I don't want to, I also don't want to say, well, he shouldn't have been gay because then I'm taking a gay character out of yeah. the movie. But also the gay character they've done is like the merest crumb of like giving well, and some I sort didn't, of representation. I didn't get the vibe that I, he was. I, yeah, I knew the controversy going Yeah, in. I didn't know the controversy until he made that statement. And maybe yes. that's just my own bias of not seeing it, but. But. That being said, I thought he was very funny. I, I I understand people not liking him for that reason, but man, I I he really liked him in this movie. A I liked lot. him a lot and thought he was funny, like not with the the things that were like quote unquote stereotypes, but like just he gets sunburned and he's like putting cream on his face and like <laughs> well, just and the then, way he did and then that. The jaguar licks it off. His yeah, face. Frank has a pet jaguar that he uses as like a trick to make people think he is really wrestling a jaguar. And he's like saving them. Yeah, and he's this adventurous person. Mm-hmm. But I loved his jokes. I loved him as a, like he had a fun little arc. Mm-hmm. He got brave. Yeah. He, he, you find out in that moment when he's uh, kind of confessing to the rock, you do find out why he will follow Lily anywhere because she stood up for him. Yes. When he basically came out to his family, yes. when his family wouldn't have, you know, no one else really stood by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you find out why they're so close, even though he like clearly they're, they're, does they're polar opposites. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like that they're polar opposites. I thought, yeah, I think he was, I think he represented like, a, I, I, he was a very good character and, and someone like, if we had two characters that were pretty comfortable in a lot of ways on the Amazon, then like that's not funny yeah. mm-hmm. and he was super uncomfortable on the amazon it was yeah. always a good point and we both like that he laughed at frank's jokes like yes i don't lily know why that was funny he lily, legitimately like, thought frank was funny yeah lily was just like okay enough but he always seemed to genuinely laugh you know what else i always i really liked about this movie they had a lot of scenes lily brings a camera and they kind of oh, do yeah. the bit where it's like oh i'm gonna film a little bit of you like kind of cute me that cute reminded stuff. me of jane from tarzan from disney's tarzan because she yes does a little bit emily, of that emily blunt had a lot of jane vibes yeah um what else do we want to talk about with this movie i there's like three or four scenes that like they they ramp down the adventure uh, it's, it's again it's a movie i think should be heavily edited but then there's scenes like the scene where um the prince captures the brother mm-hmm. and he can't understand to pronounce jungle he's like how are you enjoying the jungle 
<laughs> yes. And he's like, the what? He's like, say it slower. Use it in a sentence. And finally he goes, oh, the jungle. Yes, it's fine. He goes, I don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they, they do these weird, the character who can control bees sends bees to tell the prince what to do. Mm-hmm. And then the prince is sitting there like looking at a map like, what are you telling? Like, like doing this charades with the bees. With the bees because they can't talk. cuts to his, so you're sitting there going, this is kind of ridiculous. And it cuts to his two crewmen who are like, Looking at each other like we're taking orders from bees. It's it's a little self-aware in a way that I thought was very funny. Well, and I think that's the ride, right? The ride knows what it is yeah. as far as the jokes and stuff. And I think they bring that energy to this movie, which is why I think it's fun. And why I think if you're a Jungle Cruise fan, I think you'll enjoy the movie. I definitely think you'll enjoy it. I think if yeah. you're a fan of like The Mummy... Mm-hmm. Or Pirates of the Caribbean adventure movies, adventure yeah. stuff. This is this is it's not as good as either of those other two, but it's better. It's I think it's, I think it's, it's still worth up there though, out, yeah. especially on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And just you know, since a lot of stuff you have streaming now, I think that's uh, the best way to go. Yeah, um, made its money back. Made a little bit. Mm-hmm. It made like three hundred million on a two hundred million budget, oh, which okay. is not typically good. But it also came out on in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um, Made a lot of that money as a Disney premiere. I saw it was about a, about sixty to eighty million. Oh well, um, was just being one of well, those. And they premiered it in the park as well. I think like Pirates, right? I feel oh, like I they premiered it in the park. Maybe we'll they didn't. I'll. I mean, if you have something else to say, I'll look it up real quick. Um, I I don't have a whole lot else to say. I'm oh okay. Tra- the Trader Sam. Let's let me go over some of the stuff. Uh, let me pull up the article that was. Uh, things to look out for. And I, most of it's in the beginning and just all the jokes and everything. Oh, let's talk about the Metallica classical guitar cover that why, opens the movie. Why didn't why did I forget that? So it's this orchestral version of I don't even know if I'd call it orchestral. It's just like a guitar. Is it unforgiven? Well, what is the name of that song? It's a guitar in the beginning, but then you're right. It does Later, build when he's telling this whole it. backstory about the conquistadors. Yeah. Nothing else matters. That's what yes, it is. Yes, yes. And it's it's so the movie start. You know, we do the typical Disney uh, castle, but then it goes into the river that's coming up the Disney castle, and it does the like. And they're telling like the, the myth tale of the story, of, of, yeah. of the, the 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 tears of the moon, and it's like boom, doom, 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 and I'm like, that's Metallica. Yeah, and it's a cool cover. It does not fit in this movie. Like wh- it kind of takes you out of it because you immediately recognize it. No offense, as but a familiar for song. This subject matter. It should have been an orchestral version of like drifting away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> like that's the kind of vibe something, you get from yeah, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, something like a, that. His dad. Actually, yacht rock. what is that? What is that playlist that we played the game to? Oh well, that was so, it was. There's an Adventureland Spotify playlist. Yeah, they should have the, pulled from that playlist. Yes, but that don't you fit feel like so much like better? Jimmy Buffett feels more yeah. the vibe of of this than like Metallica's way too cool for a Jungle Cruise movie. Um, unless we were saying that the Metallica has become dad. Maybe Metallica loves Jungle Cruise. I saw something the other day that was a video of Metallica was like at a hotel or something. They went to the the store to get stuff for snacks, mm-hmm. and it's like Metallica at the deli counter, and like the deli guys are rocking with them. It's so ridiculous. I'll yeah, to find that. Well, I do have some stuff about the premiere. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so it was premiered in Disneyland and just feet away from where the riverboat ride has been running for more than sixty years. What was interesting is uh, Emily Blunt had never been on the ride. 
So she was quoted as saying it was beautiful and nostalgic and magical and whimsical and fun. And it was surreal writing it, knowing that we're in the movie of it. It was weird for me. It was kind of mad. And then she said about The Rock, this one, you can't get him off the Jungle Cruise ride. 50 (laughs) times he's been on it. Loves a pun and loves the ride. And then she teased and said, I guess I don't do my research for not having ridden it before shooting. And The Rock said, it was actually the best thing. (laughs) And then then the article goes into it. So, yeah, they did premiere it in the park. Uh, I thought I had seen some... uh, like Instagram videos and things, you know, from the press from when they premiered it. So this article mostly says like all the jokes are from the ride, oh, which, yeah. which we knew. But some of the things they've updated, uh, one of the things I want to go the other way, uh, Frank and Lily's costumes, the map, and some of the Conquistador helmets are now on the ride. Oh, that's cool. They've updated some of that. Yeah, there's something really special that they talk about of the map and who like makes the maps and things like that in the movie. And so it's kind of neat that they mm-hmm. now include that in the ride. Um, Trader Sam is a character in the ride and the film. In the ride, it was a pretty not sensitive portrayal of a native character. In this one, it's it's a woman. I loved There's the a, character in this movie, Trader Sam in the I, movie. I don't think this really spoils it. There's kind of a maverick scene in this. We talked about the scene, yeah, you know, maverick. Where he's like, they're gonna take the the natives are gonna take me and do this, and the natives are like in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears the 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 top hat. It's something that. Lily trades with her and does mm-hmm. that. And she shows up a lot. She's kind of in it a little bit. Um, I I don't have much else to say about this other okay. than like check it out, guys. We liked it. Yeah, um, it was fun. Again, the last forty five minutes, you feel every second of it. Um, not every second, but there are parts. No, there are still like, parts in the end that I really like too. I just think overall, like you said, it needed another pass. I think we that's a good way it, to yeah, to put it. We were watching it late on a Tuesday, and we knew we had you know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, there's you know all these things there's I have to in do. The sink. Yeah, we got things we need to do tonight. <laughs> it's like all the housework things, and, but we're putting it aside to bring you quality podcasting. That's entertainment right. Here just we for are. You. So uh, go ahead and hit the get those reviews in as a thank you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I, we don't have really a. We just we both enjoyed it. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, I have no idea what our next. Oh, I do have an idea what our next movie is. Next movie will be Zootopia. Ooh, fun! Checking that out. So uh, until next time, we'll see you later. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello. Call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com, tweet at us at trpdiaries on Twitter, or check out our Instagram at trprincessdiaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Check out pods.link slash TR Princess Diaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Thank you.